hypotheticals at six. Anyways, here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> the gu- Guitar Center hours in Austin, Texas. Uh, Everyone 11 listening. 7 p.m. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yes. On Sundays. We're here for <laughs> an episode of Look at My Records. Here with the wonderful Jackie Benson. Hello, How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm glad we got to reschedule this interview. Yeah, this it's pretty lucky that you just happen to be here because I don't. I go to New York, but I never know when I'm going to go, and sometimes yeah. it's way last minute. Sometimes it's like I'm going to be there next week. It was. It was supposed to be at the Delancey for the recent festival that was going on up there. Yeah, I was there for exactly fun. 22 hours. And was it a whirlwind? 22 hours. It was just, just a regular a typical New York, New York 22 hours. hours. Yeah, it was actually the smoothest experience I've ever had in New York, ever. Like, they they had cars waiting for us. The hotel was literally one block from the from the venue. I was at that hotel. Yeah, a couple the Holiday of days Inn. Before, yeah. It was really funny to see the New York edition of Holiday Inn in te- <laughs> in Texas. Like those halls are like quadruple wide. Like I, I could when we walked when we got up the elevator, I was like, "What's this gonna look like? We're in the middle of the like we're in the city, city." And then we get up, and the hallways are like five feet wide. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? A Holiday Inn in Texas? That's like as big of as big as a Target. Damn. Like that's just just normal. Yeah, it's just normal." size for texas because we have so much land there's a lot of land (laughs) there's not as much land in new york no there's not everything has to be built up and so it was just really funny because it's like a chain so i'm used to like this like i'm used to the texas actually really just the rest of the united states has so much land honestly (laughs) like the midwest like everywhere and so like when i think holiday inn i think like big hotel (laughs) in the middle of nowhere like off the highway Yeah, so, so that, it was, was cool seeing the New York edition. Of yeah, it was Holiday cool. Pl- you got to play in New York at the Delancey for the, the New Delancey Colossus. Was really nice. New Colossus Festival. I think inaugural gonna, year. Yes, I think I'm gonna hit up the Delancey uh, for another gig. But yeah, the New Colossus Festival was really great. Great crowd all night. Shout out to yeah. New Colossus people. Indeed. But, so great to have you here. You're about to release. Uh, your first full-length record, right? Yeah, first it's LP. my first like real one. Yeah, I mean, I've released like demos. I've released EPs. EPs. I've released like a live album. Yeah. Um, I've released one album that I don't really. It was a really short album. It was like seven or eight songs, and uh, it was like six years ago so and it's called joy this yeah new the new record, album right? is called joy after yeah. the single that's uh, that's going to be on the record yes that there's a title track single indeed Tell and me. also it's kind of like a i find that without meaning to my songs all kind of if they sound good get good together it always happens to be a coincidence that the lyrics work with each other yeah it's i think really your weird. songs are kind of uh, Definitely uplifting some of some, Yeah, some of, them, of them, but feel. some of them aren't. Like some but of them are just. They sounded. They sounded. Yeah, they sounded that way. Well, with this one, I had to pick. I had to pick from thirty songs um, to put on to this album, and I can only fit twenty. So I had to eliminate. Oh, damn. So you're putting out a twenty-song record. Yeah. Damn. Well, it's twenty songs, including the segues. Wow. <laughs> some of the segues are are pretty pretty cool jams though. So I kind of count them as tracks, you know. Um, and uh, it's going to be 20 tracks. It's actually going to be 15 songs and uh, with five segues. So. Oh, nice. But I had to cut that down from 30. 
And so the ones that didn't fit sonically also didn't fit lyrically. It was weird. But the thing I noticed first was sonically. I was like, this just doesn't sound good coming after this song. And then I would think about it just a little bit deeper and I'd be like, you know what? The lyrics don't make sense with each other either. And then it was the other way around. Whenever the song flowed into the next song nicely, I'm like, you know what? I could be talking about one big life experience here. You know, it was so weird. If they fit together sonically, they happen to fit together lyrically. That's really interesting. And then from there, I wrote the segues. So the songs that segued, then I started seeing which songs have similar keys, similar BPMs, similar just themes. And then I wrote I wrote a few segues, and I'm really stoked about the record. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're all stoked, too. Yeah. And, and I already got another one on the way. I mean, that's like 10 tracks I didn't get to choose. And also, I'm remixing a lot of stuff, so I'm already going to start going in the studio again for another record in April. So I did read that you've, you've released a string of singles over the past year. They're all really great. Some of them and are going to be on the be record. on the record? Some of them, yeah. Okay. But a good half the record is new stuff. New stuff? Yeah, yeah. And the singles, and some of the singles were redone, too. Like, one of them is Rolling and Tumbling, and it was a live studio recording of me on the acoustic. The album version is way different, completely different recording and, and all electric and synthesizers too. So even of the songs that made it from the singles last year, some of them have been remixed. So so tell me about the process of recording this record with the segues and stuff like that. How did you go about arranging and thinking about sequencing of the songs? This record was like the music equivalent of a shotgun wedding. Really, it was like, oh shit, we're having a kid. Wedding's next week. <laughs> it, I'm serious. It was like this. So what? Did, had you I, just really felt pressured to put out a, a full-length record. Yes, yes. And I didn't know that I was going to have to put out a full re length. Like I had no clue that it was going to come to this. I thought I was going to have more time. I thought the singles being out and existing and just being on Spotify, I thought that would carry me over into the second half of the year and then I would release a live record. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like later half, like September or something. That was my original plan. I wasn't thinking full length studio album. <laughs> Not at all. All I was thinking, shit, I gotta get a single out every month. That's all I was focusing on. And I figured if I released 12 songs over the course of a year, that people would be able to make it a few months without me releasing anything while I prepare this live record. That, that was the original plan. So how challenging is it to kind of shift the mindset of, I'm doing a single a month, now I need to come up with, did you have to write all these songs very quickly? Yes, I had to write a few of them quickly. Some of them were old songs that I haven't performed in years and that aren't available on the internet. So like maybe my mom's heard them and like my close circle has heard them. But, or maybe like a few of the diehards, which are usually my mom's friends have heard them. <laughs> but I would, uh, they're not available anymore and they're really old. And so what I did is I rewrote them. I'd, I'd like listen to them again and I'd be like, you know, that's a really good chorus, but the verse sucks. So I'm gonna re rewrite the verse. So that helped a lot. The shotgun having to come up with, you know, eight songs on the fly. Um, a few of them I, I had written last year and they were just waiting to be recorded. And a few of them I rewrote from songs I wrote like 10 years ago. What's that experience like revisiting something you originally wrote <laughs> like so a decade easier. ago? You, do you, are you able to reflect and think, oh, now I know what to do yeah. a little better? Oh yeah, it's so much easier. I have all the source materials already. When you write a song from nothing, it's literally from nothing. You don't have chords, you don't even have a key. You have nothing. You have to like just make every single decision. Like when you hear a complete song, you're hearing 
parts, band parts. You're hearing a melody, you're hearing lyrics, you're hearing um, a certain decision on the instruments that are used. You know, like you're hearing strings or maybe you're hearing a band, you know. You're hearing um, a form, you know, you hear like, oh, this is like this hook melody. I guess this will get stuck in my head. You're hearing that. You have none, none of that exists at all. And you have to like pull it out of the air. It's insane. And um, usually it only happens kind of serendipitously. I'll just be jamming and I'll get latched on to a little riff that I accidentally found. And I'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then I have to decide if that sounds like a melody. And if I decided that sounds like a melody, then I have to decide that it sounds like a verse melody or a bridge melody or a chorus melody or an intro melody. And then I have to decide if it's gonna be sung with lyrics or sung with la-la-las. And then I have to decide if it's gonna be sung at all. Maybe it should be played on the guitar. Yeah. Like, that's like 20 decisions from something that came from the air, Yeah. right? Whereas a song that I already wrote, <laughs> that song was already pulled out of the air. Yeah. And all I have to do is find its weak spots and make it better. Nice. Way easier. That's the only reason why I was able to write eight songs in two weeks. Four of them I wrote from the air and just hadn't been recorded yet um, last year. And then four of them were old songs that I rewrote. I would have not been able to do it otherwise. It wouldn't have been good. It's not good to rush songs. Yeah. Because then you're not making the best possible decision. Because also a lot of these decisions can't be made yet because you haven't been exposed to certain elements. You haven't tried it out in front of an audience to see how the audience responds to it. You can get a lot of information, like on a young song, you know? If you go and perform it in front of the audience, you can get a ton of information. Yeah. Like, what part did they start to zone out and talk to their friends? Probably you should take that part out. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, did they like the guitar solo? Maybe this song doesn't need a guitar solo. Maybe this song doesn't even need to be played on the guitar. And what's the record joy? You were talking about how you were able to cut songs because you felt the music and the lyrics didn't fit. So is there an overall theme, would you yes. say? What's a record about? The record is about um, focusing on joy, focusing on things that bring positive and positivity to your life and eliminating the things that don't. That's what it's about. It's about taking control over your life conditions, you know? If you find that something in your life is making you not want to live anymore, you need to start immediately taking steps to rid yourself of that thing in your life that's making you feel that way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just I know. important. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are really miserable because of the place they live. And with some extenuating circumstances, like some people really just can't move because they can't afford it. Yeah. But they could maybe start taking steps or looking for other ways to move that maybe doesn't require a lot of money. You know, there's like stuff you can always search for a solution, but a lot of people don't choose to search for a solution. They're overwhelmed. They think that they're not going to be able to do it, and they don't even try in the first place. So a lot of people are really unhappy. And I'm like, no, it, joy doesn't come to you. You have to choose it, and you have to work towards it. You have to choose to do the work to make things better. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't get that. And in conjunction with the release of this album, you also just announced a massive 
tour. Oh yeah, it's hell literally yeah. massive. Joy to There's the like world all, tour, my friend. That's what I'm calling it. It's all summer, and you're it's gonna be in summer, you're gonna be man. in Europe, right? I'm gonna be you're in Alaska. Gonna, you're gonna be in Alaska. Gonna be the West Coast. September, I'm gonna be in Boston, New York. I'm coming to New York nice. in September. That's exciting. So I'm gonna be like September 19th, 20th, 22nd, something like that. I'm looking at the cutting room. I like that place. Sick. That place is sick. That place is sick. So I'm, I'm looking at the cutting room maybe on a Friday night. But I want to do Saturday night because Fridays can be really annoying. What if I did Friday at like 10.30 start time? Perfect. Is that the way to go? That's the, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Okay, cool. I'll do Friday at like 11. Sick. Yeah. Doors at like 10. See you there, everyone in New York. But that's, that's yeah. exciting. Have you ever been on that big of a, long of a tour, big of a tour before? Yes. Last yeah. year was actually twice that length. Really? I just didn't. Uh, I didn't advertise it the same way, no. so it wasn't apparent. But last year, I spent 180 days out of town. Wow. Do you so, like being on the road? Do you like touring? I like it better than being in one place for a prolonged amount of time. Yeah. I, like is a strong word. It's really hard. Like is a strong word. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. It, it's always worth it as soon as I strike that first note, but it's really hard. And you- Sometimes everything besides the actual set is just a fight yeah like a fight to get there on time a fight to get there safely a fight to not get sick and be able to do the show because <laughs> you know i'm i'm in like a million different places i'm on a shit ton of airplanes um a fight to eat the right kind of food and not like just give up and just eat fast food every yeah. night because that's how you get sick but it's also the easiest and cheapest thing to do um that's the food thing is one of the hardest things on the road yeah, eating like consistent good food oh my god that's like unless you're beyonce you're just screwed <laughs> like you're gonna find yourself eating like you're having to make the choice between a gas station ham sandwich and a mcdonald's che- cheeseburger and honestly you should choose the gas station ham sandwich because mcdonald's cheeseburger is gonna probably make you feel really bad and lower your immune immune defenses you're not gonna get the nutrients out of it that you need Whereas a gas station ham sandwich has veggies and ham. Yeah. And so... <laughs> it's just like, can you believe that it's a choice that you have to make? What do you want for dinner? Do you want a Big Mac or a gas sta- station egg salad sandwich? Yeah. The egg salad sandwich is going to be better for you. And it's going to give your body more things that you need. Yeah. To not get sick. Because if you don't eat right, you're going to get sick. Damn. And what happens if you're 25 days into a 60-day tour and you're sick? <laughs> not That's not good. Don't want you to get sick on the road. No, you can't. But, so it's very difficult. Um, New York's the easiest. Yeah. It's easiest to eat really well the bigger the city is. Yeah. Because then there's more healthy places open later. Everywhere else, like the Midwest, is extremely hard. Yeah. Also, Germany. Germany is the hardest. Europe is the hardest. Europe, besides Berlin, like... Everything closes at like 8.30. Yeah. Yeah. It's way they, too early. They don't party like we do over here, man. Yeah. They no don't fun. stay open late. Not in Germany. Hell no. Especially if you're in those little towns. You're screwed, man. All you got is Burger King. <laughs> what, uh, tell people, tell us a little bit about your live show. You definitely have developed a reputation for a energetic, <laughs> awesome live show. What can people expect uh, when they come to well, see you on this tour? Here's the funny thing that people don't really either they don't know it or they know it and they don't talk about it with my live show it's always changing (laughs) 
Nice, that's great though. <laughs> no, but like, it doesn't just change a little bit. It like, like whole pages turn. You're like, wait, 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 wait. I came to this show because I was on this page and now you've turned the page and now you're on that page. So what's the, what's the pages? Tell me about some of these it pages. It started off with a three-piece three rock trio. Yeah. Some people still call me that. That's why I'm always tied to the word blues because I started, like, I, I got my first publicist, started doing campaigns and stuff with the rock trio. So people are like, blues guitarist, blues, blues, blues. It's like, no, I, I am not a blues band. Yeah. I don't know if you've yeah, spent I, any I time yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to my shit. It's not blues. I, I read that and I, I you know. Listen to two of my songs. Yeah. Like, it's not blues. It's blues influence. But uh, spoiler alert, literally everything, everything is. Everything with the guitar. No, just yeah. everything, period. Yeah. Like, just music history. Blues is the basis for all modern styles of music. Yeah. You know? Um Everything that's not classical music is blues. Even jazz came from blues. Yeah. Jazz came after blues. So anyways, um, what I was saying is, yeah, it's bluesy, but because that's because everything is. You can't escape it. And also, um, I did that three-piece rock trio for a really long time, and I have a tendency to choose really great musicians, and so I got really far with that three-piece rock trio, even though I wasn't the greatest at the guitar yet. I was still three years in, two years in. The band kind of carried me for that period. And um, that's where I got a lot of my reputation. And then ever since then, it's evolved into a solo looper show, a solo looper show with just guitar. Sometimes, eventually, it was a solo looper show with a drum machine and a keyboard and a guitar. And now it's a solo or a duo show with um, just a drum kit and some samplers <laughs> and me. Nice. Controlling the samplers and the drum kit the drummer playing along with the samplers and it sounds like a five-piece band because I have uh, background parts and bass parts loaded onto the sampler and I plug the sampler into a bass amp and so it's high quality recordings of all the bass parts from my recordings um, going through a bass amp <laughs> and then me on guitar and then Rodney on drum kit and we're gonna tour almost the entire it's either gonna be me and him on this tour or me alone with the samplers on this tour Nice. So That's it's awesome. kind of like a with the with the drummer. It sounds like a five piece band because I have keyboard parts, bass parts, and basically everything that's not guitar and drum kit. I have all these samplers, yeah. right? I do the guitar live, and Rodney does the drums live, and it sounds like a five piece band. That's awesome. So it's either that, or it's me solo, and it sounds like a like a DJ who plays the guitar and sings. It's like a DJ for their own music not other people's music, but their own music, and then ripping guitar solos over it. Nice. <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna be doing in September when I come to New York. Yeah. So you hadn't seen that one yet. Shredding. You'll be shredding though. Yeah, that's so. gonna be a, uh, it's gonna be a doozy. Awesome. So let's play some <laughs> songs from Joy, which is coming out on April 5th, right? You'll, it'll yes. be a limited vinyl this Friday. pressing. This Friday. Yes, limited vinyl, is 300 of them, and we just put up the pre-order today, so. Where is that located, Bandcamp? That is on the, yeah, Bandcamp, and on uh, I posted on the JV Squad Facebook group. Yeah, I'm in that group. So, Hi, JV Squad. Shout out to We're JV in Squad. That, yes, in that wonderful Facebook squad, group. Squad life, yes. Squad it's, life is the best life. It's uh, it's it's an enjoyable <laughs> Facebook group to be in, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we heavily and moderated. And you're very involved too, so that's yes, cool. I'm we, in a lot of other music Facebook groups where they're the not always musician is of. not in there. No, yeah, it's like a fan page. Yeah. No, I, w I didn't want it to be like that. It needed to be more than that, because otherwise, like, why not just like the page then? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think the artist creates those groups. I think the fans create yeah. those groups. 
Um, but I thought it would be cool or smart to be ahead of the curve, create the group before the fan creates the group so that I can heavily moderate it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and that's what I do. It's a fun group to be in. Yeah. I love that group. You, you'll definitely get, get all the updates. I don't ever... I don't ever fail to update the squad. Sometimes I forget to tell the main page. I'll get distracted talking about something else and be like, oh shit, I forgot to post about the squad. That never happens in the squad. I post Good. everything on the squad. So Cool. Yeah. All right. So what songs would you like to play from Joy? Well, let's start with, uh, let's start with Afterglow. Afterglow. Mm-hmm. And then what else? And then Next Life. Next Life. And then we should do... Flying Remix and then All Rise. All right, so we're going to play four songs from your upcoming record, Jackie. Yes. Afterglow, Next Life, Flying Remix. Flying a great song. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear the remix remix version. It's off the hook. I think it's way better. That's that's saying a lot because Flying's already a good song. It's, it's It's a jumping joint. I mean, still listen to the old one, but like. The new one's really good. All right. And All Rise to wrap up this set. Anything you'd like to say about these four songs? Afterglow is Afterglow is like the synthiest, poppiest thing I've ever done. And it's like my uh, kind of like cheeky, cheeky grin over to all the people who constantly call me a blues artist. <laughs> so you're <laughs> like, like oh, fighting you them. I'm, you think I'm a blues artist? Here you go. Have fun with this one. <laughs> It'll be a good time for you. That's awesome. There's no guitar solo in it. Oh my god. There's no guitar yeah, solo in a lot of the songs on this record. Yeah. There's a guitar solo in some of them, and really not in a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Well, yeah, because the song doesn't always call for a guitar solo. Yeah. Only when it's right. Only when it's only right. Only when it feels right. That's funny that you said only when it's right, because that's the final song on the record. It's called <laughs> When It's Right. <laughs> I'm so serious. It's literally Whoa. called the last song. All right, Mind so blown. here we go. Afterglow, Next Life, Flying Remix, and All Rise off of Jackie's brand new album, Joy. We'll be right back. Don't know why I still think about it. Even though he don't deserve my thoughts Don't know how I will let anyone in I need to know I need to know, yeah And sometimes I wanna kick down these walls But then I know I won't be protected yeah. But protection at what cost? I need, I need to know I need to know, yeah I 
How to conquer the fear of hurt I need, I need, I need to know I need to know,
All right, we're back. We just heard four songs off of Jackie's brand new record, Joy, which is coming out this week. Yep. April 5th, baby. You new can, Music Friday. You can get it via Bandcamp. And yep. where else again? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Special limited vinyl pressing, limited to 300 copies. Yeah, any physical stuff, you got to go to Bandcamp, though. Yeah. That's the place to get it from. Mm-hmm. I like Bandcamp. And we heard... You do me good. Yeah. We heard Afterglow, Next Life, remix of Flying. Yes. Which is a great song. And the remix is dope. And All Rise. Hey, thanks for <laughs> sharing those songs with us today. No problemo. Thanks for uh, coming to my hometown. So long, a long way. So we're transitioning to the second portion of the program. We picked some records this from my record collection. Yep. And we're going to play them and talk about them, starting with... Cowboy Worship by Amen Dunes. This is a great record that came out last year. Nice. Right? I don't know anything about it. I chose it because I didn't know what it was. Well, it's it's a really good record that came out last year. Yeah. And uh, he's awesome. He put out a record a couple years before that as well Uh that I was like a big fan of. And now this one... Kind of like different sounding. Oh, wait, Cowboy Worship is the one that came out a few years ago. Yeah. Excuse me. This isn't the new one. He oh, just okay. put out like a really good record. So this is the one you love? Last year. Yeah, this is the one that I really like, Cowboy yeah. Worship. Nice. I like the like, name. Yeah. It's That's very Texas-y. That's why Cowboy. I Cowboy. Sounds cool. Yeah. Cowboy Worship, though. Seems like it could be deep. Yeah, maybe a little too deep, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sometimes don't know. you don't need all that. So we got that queued up. Amen, dudes. Cowboy Worship. I'd say let's play I Know Myself. That's right. a good one. Let's do it. Of that record. And then after that, Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. Addicted. Yeah. I love that song. That's, That's my favorite song. song on the record. My favorite song is Holy War. Some Holy War. That's a good one, too. It's just her singing is too good on that. Yeah. Yeah. I was really sad when she died. I was really, I was even more sad when I found out her story. Yeah, she's got a complicated story. Yeah, it didn't seem like she had a lot of great family support. Yeah. So, that was sad. She was a great talent. And if she would have just been, like, born with a more supportive system around her, I don't think she'd be dead. Yeah. I really don't. I don't think so either. I know a lot of people who have gone to the brink like she has, but because of their support system came back. You need those people there to support you. You need people you. there, yeah, that like actually care about you outside of the job that you do and the money that you make. Yeah. Or else they're just going to bleed you dry, you know, yeah. some way, money or emotionally or anything, you know. So, yeah, sad story. And then after Amy Winehouse, yeah. Arcade Fire, Neon Bible. Yeah, I keep on hearing about that record. And uh, my friend is doing a cover album like her and her band are going to cover the whole the record the whole record and they're going to record it and release it oh my gosh yeah That's so now undertaking. i'm undertaking i'm hugely curious yeah there's some like really good songs on this one this is you know the follow-up to their first record which was like oh, everyone was like oh it's so good <laughs> yeah and this one was really good too you know? well i mean if they're good they're good yeah, if they're a good band, they're a good band. Yeah, but. it doesn't matter what they release. Yeah. As long as they don't, like, I don't know, get all coked out. Yeah, I don't think they did. Nope. They seem mellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's, don't seem like they're getting coked out. Yeah, cocaine, Maybe just, like, cocaine and music don't mix, weed, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, unless it's you're, like, 
writing speed metal or something. Yeah. Or you're like, if you're writing music crew. for cokeheads, <laughs> then cocaine and music mix really 80s well. hair metal in Los Angeles yeah. or something. Absolutely. You ever see the fall of civilization? What is it? The fall of modern civilization or something? No. So there's one that w- the first one was on like 80s punk in Los Angeles, like in 1979, and the second one was like metal in Los Angeles, but it's all like weird yeah. hair metal stuff. So. Yeah, like the whiskey, whatever. Yeah, whiskey a go go. Yeah, there we go. Stuff. Yeah, the whiskey, whatever. Yeah, how do we get on hair metal? Oh yeah, cocaine. Cocaine. That's yeah. right. Okay. So, so why don't we hear no <laughs> no cars go? That's a really really good song, and it's like gonna do it. It's great. Let's That's do how it. it. Goes. Can't wait. And then we're wrapping <laughs> it up with Band of Horses. Everything all the time. Yeah. This was this was a. Uh, is when this, this record, that song? Is this that really old one? That, yeah, with all their hits on it. Like, yeah, this, no one's gonna love you more. Yes, than I do. yeah, love that song. Yeah, this was. Uh, we this gotta was, listen to that one. This was an it record. It yeah, was it. I'm pretty sure there's like four or five songs out of this record that became hits. Yeah. yeah. And so, what song were you just singing? And no one's gonna love you more than I do. Yeah. No one. No one. That's it. No one. Like Band of Horses loves me. Yeah. I think. Exactly. That's yeah. true, you're right. I love this record. Yeah, The Great Salt Lake was a good one. Yeah. No One's Gonna Love You, like I do. Weed Party, Weed that was party, a good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> there we go. Weed Party. Just brings, those two words just bring back a lot of really great memories. Sounds like fun party, you know? And Band of Horses, they were there. They were there. They were there, and they wrote a song about it. That's why we love them. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it real, band of horses. Hope you're out there having fun, mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. All right. Yep. So we're playing Amen Dunes, Amy Winehouse, Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire, Neon Bible, who your friend is recording an entire cover yes. record of can't wait. the songs on that record. I can't wait to hear that. Boom. All right. <laughs> Amen Dunes, Amy Winehouse, Arcade Fire, Band of Horses, Jackie Vincent's. Picks, and we'll be back to wrap up the show. It takes a lot, babe.
to one, I think. <sighs> Thanks, man. Whoa, perfect timing. Oh my god. Oh man. Sorry, oh man, that no, was amazing timing. Really? Yeah, it just went boom. Oh shit. It went bing dong. Oh shit. Sorry. That was awesome. No, no, it was good. I was looking at him the whole time. Oh yeah, Elvis? Yep.
Between the click of the light and the star of the dream Between the click of the light and the star of the dream Between the click of the light and the star of the dream
Alright, we're back. We heard Jackie's picks, Amen Dunes, Amy Winehouse, Arcade Fire, Band of Horses. Great picks. Yeah. Thanks good for stuff, picking good them. Stuff. No problem. Sadly, we're coming to the end of the episode. All things but come it, to an end. It was really great meeting you. Yeah, it's it good to It was great having you, Jackie. For sure. So, you're about to head out on tour. When's the first date? The first date, so April's kind of spotty because I'm just doing regional, so like Houston and Tulsa and Dallas. So I'm actually going to be in the studio for a lot of April. And then for the weekends, I'm going to either be in Houston, Tulsa, or Dallas. Cool. Um, Doing the big album release show on April 12th. And then May, I'm going to be in the studio for the first half of the month. But then at the end of the month, that's when I'm starting to leave for Europe. And... um, I might throw some UK dates in there. We're still waiting on on that, so it's like TBA on that. And then once I leave for Europe, I'm not coming back to Austin until October. Wow. Yeah, so June to October, I'm gonna be all over the United States. If if I'm not in your city, I'm probably within two hours. I'm gonna be all up, all up and down the East Coast in September. And also I'm even gonna go to like the middle Midwest. The only part of America that I'm not going to this year so far, that could change for October, so far is uh, like Colorado and Utah and Idaho and stuff. Cause they're all really big states yeah. like Montana and stuff. I don't have any good connections there and I don't know what the scene's like over there. Colorado I might be able to pull off, but even then driving across Colorado is like 20 hours. Yeah. So it's like, then you gotta factor in, do we fly everywhere or do we drive everywhere? Do we fly in and rent? It's a very logistically difficult area of the United States to tour. Uh, The East Coast is very easy. So I'll be in the East Coast and I'll even be in like Cincinnati, Ohio and like Louisville, St. Louis. I'm going everywhere. Basically everywhere. Yeah, literally everywhere except for Colorado and Utah. Because I'm going to be in on the West Coast in August. I'm going to be in Washington and Portland and Cool. And so the the album release show for Joy is April 12th here in Austin, Texas. And then I'm going to be in the studio on and off, regionally touring, and then starting in June, I'm going to be all over the world. Sick. And what venues the release show at? Paramount Theater. Paramount Theater. Theater. Local people. <laughs> Go check it As out. As they say in Texas, theater. Joy is coming out on April 5th. Next Friday. There's going to be a sick listening party. I want to live stream the whole record next Thursday. Oh, this coming Thursday. Like in three days. Sick. <laughs> sick. So I'm going to live stream, but don't tell anybody unless they're listening to this. Then they can know. If you if yeah. you heard this, then you, you're good. But most people in Austin, I'm trying to kind of keep a secret from. Yeah, because I already heard about that, though. You list. heard about the listening party, but yeah. you don't know that you're going to be able to l- listen to the whole record on Thursday night. Oh, like okay. on Facebook Live. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, the listening party. I'm gonna live stream the whole record for everybody who can't make it to the listening party. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Do you think it would be weird to put like a a photo like slideshow um, underneath the record? Like, cause I'm gonna just live stream the the video. You can do a like a a pre premiere. Yeah. And it's just gonna be a video. It was originally just gonna be the album cover, but. I kind of want it to be just like a 50-minute or hour-long slideshow. Yeah, that'd be cool. You think that'd be I'm tight? into that. Yeah, I definitely think that'd be tight. I think so, too. Do it. Yeah. Don't have any doubts about it. I will. Do it. I will. And you can get Joy via Bandcamp everywhere. Band camp on, everywhere. April on Friday. April this Friday. 5th. 
It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. 300 limited edition pressing on this like multicolored vinyl, yeah, right? Yeah, multicolored vinyl, and it's just, yeah. After that, you got to settle for regular just vinyl, normal. right? Yep. Which regular. I don't like to do. Yeah, exactly. So, you got to get the special one. I will. And that's very reasonably priced. It's $35. Yeah. Very reasonably priced, I think. I agree. So everyone, go get Joy, and we're going to end the program with my favorite song by Jackie. <laughs> A which Million didn't, Moments. Didn't make the cut on the record, yep. but that's okay. that's okay. Maybe it'll appear on a future release. Oh, Maybe well, it, it'll definitely show up on a live recording. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a good live recording of it. Excellent. So nice. tell me about this song. It's like a love, it's a love song. Oh. Sort of. Um, a Million Moments is a song about um, all of the tiny little butterfly effect serendipitous moments in your life that led you to the love of your life. That's very Like sweet. that little decision to move to that city or that decision to go to this college over that college. You know, like this just stupid little things that all snap into place once once you meet the uh, that one special person. Very nice. And I love this song and I hope everyone listening also enjoys it, which I'm sure you will. Indeed. It's available on all streaming services. Yep. And Bandcamp everywhere. 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 It's, it's not on any physical album. I think, like, eventually I'm just going to take all the songs that I never put on an album and just put them on one big B-Sides yeah, like album. Comp, like a yeah. compilation. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a B-Sides at some point. Stay tuned for that, people. Maybe and go like see, five years from now, but it'll happen. <laughs> go see Jackie live in 2019. She's coming to your city if you live in a city somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in a city. If you live somewhere. I'm coming there. Be there. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time. This is A Million Moments. Bye. A Million Moments. Now it all hits me Like little explosions And everything falls into place A million moments That let you hear That let you to me Now everything finally makes sense